0: Hey, what's going on, guys? This is JP. This is the Bull, This is JC. This is Flyer. This is Denny Hendricks. And you are listening to. The... you are listening to. And you are listening, to... listening, to... listening, to... listening, to...
1: listening to the Run and Gun podcast.
2: What's up? What's up? How you doing? Doing good. Doing good.
1: Joining. Uh, from dangerous Highway. Tell,
2: tell them. Tell what what highway you want and where you headed. I, I said five, baby. He said. He said he headed down to South Florida. That's where that man's headed.
1: Let me tell,
2: tell, tell him all my locations. Hold up. You said all your locations. You said all your location. Oh, whoa. Yeah,
1: tell them about my safe houses.
2: Oh my gosh, sir. (laughs) All your location. You got me. About your government. My government, my government, uh,
1: finance safe
2: house. Oh my goodness. Oh my, how y'all doing? How y'all doing? Uh, my name's Jay Peeps. Uh, my name is J.C. And, and
1: is welcome! That oh my goodness! Oh Lord!
2: Is that Sorry. what? Oh, <laughs> the lightning! <laughs> it's getting
1: a little uneasy out here on the
2: road. Oh Lord have mercy! Um, but yeah, welcome, welcome to the Running Gun Podcast, everybody. You know it's um it's a good lineup for you today, but I got to start with a couple of things. Uh, I don't know if you heard the news, but Jerry Sloan has passed away from complications of Parkinson's disease and Lewy body dementia. He was the first Chicago Bull and he was the coach of the Utah Jazz during their run with Carl Malone and uh John Stockton. He was in the last dance documentary, actually, too. Oh, day. yeah, so um our hearts are with our well our, our thoughts and prayers are with the Sloan family and the utah jazz family on this day and the chicago bulls family very sad uh also to um florida and georgia have lifted have lifted the restrictions on youth and high school sports effective immediately youth and high school sports athletes can begin Voluntary workouts with their sports teams as of June first.
1: That means everybody's coming. Yes. <laughs> voluntary me involuntary.
2: Exactly. Exactly. That's my thing. Cause some of y'all gonna come, some of y'all ain't gonna come.
1: And if you don't come, coach gonna be looking at you sideways start asking about that start position.
2: That's true. They might be a little more forgiving this time around versus other times. Because
1: you know what they're going to say. They're going to be like, everybody else came up in here. Where was you?
2: That's true. That's true. But uh, I'm I'm going to get right into this. Cause I got I to gotta jump right into this. Because we are on the topic of talking about restrictions being lifted. The SEC voted today on May 22nd, 2020, to allow players to return back to campus on June 8th. How you feel about that?
1: I mean, again, it's still all up to the schools.
2: That's true. Yeah. Yeah.
1: depends on what, what each school is going to say um, about letting people back in and about playing games. I mean,
2: yeah cuz um right now it's i mean it's we there's a lot of progress that has been made I'll say that the big 10 says they plan on playing football this year but they're leaving it ultimately up to the schools to decide the big 10 has already given the green light ohio state said that they they plan on looking at playing with 20 to 50,000 fans inside their stadium because their stadium holds 105,000 so that they feel that's that good. Wait. Say again. I
1: was about to say so at half capacity.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, they hold one hundred five thousand, and they said I I could see up fifty thousand fans inside that stadium. I really could.
1: I think I still think that the pro, the uh, the prospect is still kind of dangerous. I mean, again, no cure.
2: That's true. Yeah, you you always have to take that into account. <laughs>
1: posing a whole bunch of different people to people that they probably
2: never seen. Yeah. And the other thing too is, is, you know, some people are going to probably not go to the game as is because they're going to be afraid to venture out of their, out of their homes. And they're going to be afraid to venture into sporting events and stuff. So it's going to, it's going to be different, I think, because some people aren't going to want to take the risk as is now.
1: Yeah. It's still a high risk environment that changes I, I
2: won't be doing nothing uh, you know um, i don't know about you until it goes to like low risk and... true I,
1: I feel okay.
2: that. the other thing too i think you're gonna find funny is the west virginia president says he plans on playing football this year even if he has to suit up himself now mind you they play florida state week one he was a two-star athlete coming coming out of high school
1: He's. Good luck. Good luck. They, they build him a little bigger these days
2: Exactly, he's class of
1: 1964 Oh yeah, they build him a little bit bigger
2: these days Maybe not as mean But they build him a little bit bigger Yeah, so I'm just <laughs> I want to know, I'm like, how many carries he going to get?
1: You might make him the cowbell, come on now
2: See, look
1: oh, The rock, give him the rock
2: Get, mm. And then one of them 300-pound boys, be done fell on him. be done broke them all up.
1: Nah, you ready. Give him the rock. He said he want to suit up. He said, put me in the game, coach. Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. Yali. He said, put him in. Give him the rock.
2: <laughs> you ain't right. You you ain't right. Give
1: him, give him, the, rock. <laughs> give him the rock. Stop playing with the man.
2: You know you ain't right for that. Get a man to
1: ride. That's all I'm saying.
2: <laughs> uh, the state of Florida says all of its campuses will be open in the fall. Uh, the NCAA has will now allow players in football, men's basketball, and women's basketball to return to their campuses for voluntary workouts starting June 1st. That's just the NCAA as a whole. That's what they've said. The, state, the SEC is doing it a little bit differently. And then the state of Florida – as a whole, they said that their campuses will be open during the fall. The Florida State like university state university system has already come out and said this.
1: That's because Florida is wild.
2: Of course you know this. Honestly, if if you if you didn't know Florida was wild, I get you haven't been paying attention to this state during hurricane season for like the past what, 30, 20, 20, 30 years?
1: on the wild child
2: side. Speaking of the wild child side with Florida, I have to tell you something once we get off the air that happened. Once
1: we get them off the air. I mean, hey man, what the restrictions lifted this Monday, which was what, the, the 20, uh, 17th or eighteenth
2: or whatever? It was the it was the eighteenth that these that those restrictions got lifted.
1: People already lining up at restaurants and stuff. Like come on, dog. That, what y'all
2: doing? That's true. And then you you heard about Universal too. Universal Studios is gonna open June June third, June fourth. I think it's gonna open it. A- you know what?
1: On the low, I think I will go because then you ain't gotta wait no long lives to go
2: no ride. I'm saying, thank you. I'm saying look, 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 if if Universal cause Universal gonna lower them prices to get people in there just to convince them. If Universal Studios prices are negotiable, I'm going.
1: They hit me with a $5 day, I'm taking the trip.
2: Exactly. I'm like, look, I, I will ride over. I'll take the hour ride over to Orlando and go ride the rides and not have to wait in line. And I could probably ride all the rides in one day. It'll be like grab bash all over again. Oh,
1: well, you know, it'd be great if they actually did that to me bullet train that they had proposed. Wow. Thanks, uh what was his name? Rick Scott. But you know, we only
2: the politics aside. Yeah, I I understand. <laughs> that's another that's another story for another time. Uh but speaking of the state of Florida, uh Florida State has already begun testing for athletes and the staff. They've they've been doing this for about I want to say a couple of weeks now, anticipating what the NCAA has said about voluntary workouts starting June first.
1: Yeah, cuz the important part still is that you have to know that everybody coming in doesn't
2: have it. Yeah. Yeah, that that that's very true cuz the thing is is and they're just talking about this on Paul Feinbaum's show is you know when when you have a positive test, I think the best thing that we can do is if you're going to follow through with this and have a season, you have to know how to manage it. You have to. You, we. You have to be ready. You can't let. You can't let the fear, of you know. Oh my gosh, what are we going to do? You can't let the fear of that kind of cause everything to get shut back down again. Because now at that point, you're you, there's a lot there's a lot of money involved, and plus you gotta be mindful exactly. of the safety of everybody.
1: Because now you want to you want to push it through now. Exactly. So after you have to take the the good with the bad, the consequences or
2: whatever. Exactly. And this brings up the next point. There was um, a couple of construction workers tested positive for the virus in Tuscaloosa that are doing renovations on Bryant-Denny Stadium. But the other thing, too, is that a lot of people are saying is like, you know, look, the heat kills the virus after a certain amount of time and everything like that. You know, plus there was an accident that took place. So hopefully everybody's OK. That's working on the stadium and everything like that. So, I mean, there, there's a lot of rift there from different people but you know it's that that's to be expected because people are scared
1: what are you gonna do now hey, I mean you you pushed through hard on this yes you fought for this you fought to get the states open to get the government open all this stuff so it's your bad lie in it fix it
2: exactly exactly and the other thing to uh, say again
1: if they expect to do, if they expect me to do something, all I know is they better start working
2: on the gear and start pushing that. Yeah. Yep. And the other thing too, that I want to hit on is, and I'm going to hit on this a little bit later too, when we get to the, the FAMU part is, you know, has COVID-19 changed the way meetings are conducted? Because a lot of these coaches are having meetings, whether it be college, the NFL, maybe even high school, where they're meeting with their kids over Zoom and, like, you know, Microsoft Teams and stuff and Skype calls to go over certain things, you know? Like, they're going over... Say again?
1: I already think the the technology was already taken over.
2: Oh, of course. But, you know, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Coaches are so used to you know traditionally waking up. We wake up at 4 in the morning, come into the facility, have meetings and stuff to talk about what we're going to do, game prep. But now, these coaches are meeting up over Zoom and stuff. People weren't using Zoom as heavily before this all started.
1: Well, no. No. But I feel like the uh, the technology was already going to start taking over. Oh, and yeah. yeah. It, playbook, playbooks are now on tablets, things like that. And so now, um, I feel like because of the technology before, the game was already pushing towards uh, you do this and a more individual matter more so than a team matter. You take care of what you need to take care of.
2: Yeah, yeah, I know. I know yeah,
1: And I, I feel like now with the circumstances and with the technology being available, that it's going to start pushing it more so again towards that more individual manner,
2: I feel you. I feel you on that. That that makes a lot of sense. Um, in regards to the MLB baseball set to return July fourth, but Blake Snell and even Bryce Harper backed him up on this. Blake Snell said that he's not risking his health for little money this season, and he says he's already planning on playing next season because he was saying, you know, if you watch the interview. You know, I'm not going to go out there and risk. And if I catch this, and then my body's messed up for a while, and then I'm already getting like I'm already getting little pay versus what I would have gotten plus taxes and everything like that is going to take my money away. So you know, he said he's he's not really willing to risk it for this season. Probably come back and play next season.
1: No, I understand. No, it's it's a totally it's a totally understandable thing. I mean some people, as crazy as this might seems, money isn't worth your life.
2: That's true. Yep. I like, i would agree.
1: So, uh, you know, like, if he feels that he, he doesn't want to risk it, that's understandable. That's totally understandable. Yeah. But because he has, I, I'm guessing, still has the money to be able to sit out.
2: Yeah, oh, of course. Baseball players make a pretty decent penny, too.
1: Exactly. And I'm pretty sure it's all guaranteed, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so, you know, it's just it's
2: understandable. Yeah. But as we transition to the NBA, uh, the final two episodes of The Last Dance came out. And what have we learned so far? The Pacers, according to Michael Jordan, and a couple of the Bulls players were the toughest team that they had ever faced outside of the Pistons. Reggie Miller believes that those teams – we're better than the Bulls.
1: Uh, I mean,
2: uh, shit. Hey, I mean, look, my thing is, is this, is they, they were an aggressive bunch, but I mean, at the end, you know, they, they weren't the better team. I, th- I feel like eventually somewhere down the line, they would have gotten them, but it would have took a, a, a great effort to take them down. But I mean, because but, but see, the other thing too with me is, is when I look at Indiana, and I, I can I go back to Reggie Miller's Pacers, all the way to here recently where Paul George, and uh, Lance Stevenson and Roy Hibbert were with the Pacers, and I I look at it, I was like they were they were always good enough to get there, but they were never good enough to kind of like cross the threshold. And that's how it's always been. You know, the the one time the Reggie Miller and the Pacers got to the finals against the Lakers, they got drilled. I mean,
1: that aggression only takes you so
2: far. That's true. Uh, I I feel you. I feel you.
1: I mean, if you just run into a better team, yeah, aggression can help you with the edge, I, uh, I guess. But emotions only take you so far.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's been the case with the Pacers. Tough team.
1: Eventually, it just be a better baller. Like, but...
2: Yeah, just like I said. Like I said, the Pacers have always been. They've always been a tough team. Whenever they've been really good, they've been a very tough team, no doubt about it. But you know, they just they haven't been able to close the deal. Just haven't. But um, also too, Michael Jordan and all the guys—they said that they were willing to come back to chase ring number seven. Phil Jackson had decided to retire because of Jerry Krause, because Jerry Krause said that the Bulls could have gone eighty-two and zero, and Phil Jackson wasn't coming back. My at that point right there, they told me I'm like I'm just like his his own reputation just ultimately ruined this team. I mean,
1: you had a group of ballers.
2: But see, the thing about it is, Jerry Krause, at his own disposal, kind of, you know, just broke this team up because of his own reputation. Hey,
1: From what I'm hearing, I haven't seen it because, you know, I don't have cable or anything, Um
2: Nobody liked it. Oh, dude. Yeah. I watched an episode of of Collapse. It's like a sports series on SB Nation on their YouTube page. I knew, I was like, you know what? Why did the Chicago Bulls break up? I would, this is before the last dance even came out. I'm, if I find it, I'm going to send you the link. But I mean, it was just, it was a rift. I think I want to say after the 96 season when they went 72 and 10 between Jerry Krause and Phil Jackson. The whole team don't like you, man. Which, what? What do you? Dude, doing? they made fun of him. They I made guess, fun but, of
1: him so
2: bad. Up. Like, and and see, here's the other thing too. Is this is this is what tells me everything. The team owner Jerry Reinstorff, offered Phil Jackson to come back. He completely ignored what the GM Jerry Krause had said. Because G-
1: Nobody liked him. But I guess he technically got
2: the job done. He did. He got six out of it. he got six. But honestly, I'm like, dude, you do you not realize how many you could have really possibly won with this group?
1: Oh yeah, he could have got a whole deck.
2: Exactly. And I'm like, look, you got you got the wild child in Dennis Rodman, but look, Dennis Rodman's gonna produce for you. Especially with the cast he has around exactly.
1: him. Even if it's even if it's not points wise. Exactly. Rebound-wise and defensive-wise,
2: he's going to Exactly. And then the thing about it is Dennis Rodman knows how to get under the skin of people. Like, if you go back and look at the last two championship finals against the the Jazz, Dennis Rodman is completely inside of Carl uh, Malone's head. Carl Malone's still getting the job done, but Carl Malone is just like, agitated by Dennis Rodman. So, I mean, look, and, and then and then here's the other thing, too. I'm, I'm, I point this out because I asked the question, would they have won ring number seven in 99? I think they would have because of the – say again? Probably, Because yeah. I'm, I'm, I look at it like this. In 99, you had the lockout shortened season. The league only played 50 games. The Bulls at that point—that's all they needed was rest, the ultimate amount of rest that they would have gotten because of the '99 lockout season. Oh my gosh! And then you—then they meet up with the Spurs of Tim Duncan, David the Admiral Robinson, and Avery Johnson. I think that they could have beat them just because, just because of the fact. I mean, it would have—it would have been a
1: good game. It would have been a good series. If anything, good, good series, I mean. Yeah,
2: I, th- I think that I think they would have beat them. Just based off the fact that they had rest,
1: I say them in six.
2: You say it ends in six. Yeah. Yep, I would say so. It'd be, would it be a good series? It would have because the thing about it is you you have two tall guys down in the paint, and how do you stop them both? That's the thing about it because you got Dennis Ro- I mean, you got um, Tim Duncan and David Robinson down there in the paint, but even. He- yeah. But even too, I think that they probably would have won. I think they would have won eight in 2000. And I, after 2000, I think personally, they probably would have and should have just broken it up at that point because now they meet up with the Los Angeles Lakers in 2000. But mind you, if they stay together, Phil Jackson doesn't go to Los Angeles. Indeed. Because now the Lakers have Kobe, Shaq, Derek Fisher, and Rick Fox. You go up against this team, but I think that this is the one team that honestly would have pushed the Bulls to a seven series finally in the finals. Because, mind you, up to that point, up to this point, the Bulls still have never gone to a seven game series in the finals. This team would have been the team that would have done it. I think the Bulls probably. Say that again.
1: Definitely.
2: Yeah. Because I think that this would have been the team that would have done it. And. I think that the at this point in time, I think if they went in seven, the Bulls kind of realized, you know what, we're not what we used to be. We're not as young as we used to be. I think it might be a good time to just, you know. Mm-hmm. You know? But
1: I, Yes. Let's go with yes.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. Um, but, yeah, you know, I think that I th- a lot of people say seven. I think they would have got eight. Uh,
1: I'll go with
2: seven. I'm sticking with eight. With we'll agree to disagree.
1: old man basketball will always be the basketball. But, you know, eventually young man got to be an old
2: man. Hey, I feel you. The NBA is looking into using Orlando and Disney World as a possible site to resume NBA games.
1: I mean, I understand it's a neutral place. You can control the amount of people that go in and out.
2: Yeah. 'Cause my thing is is like this, if you if you do use Orlando and Disney World, you've got, you've got multiple alternatives. You've got the Magic's Amway Center, you've got uh, you've got Disney, Wild World of Sports, you've got UCF as an alternative. You have you have three nice arenas. Wild World of Sports has multiple courts. You have and then even to the magic practice facility that you could use to play these games.
1: Yeah, you have a whole lot of places for practices, for uh, for games, that you could run multiple games at
2: a time. Yeah, exactly. I, I, so, I mean, I think it's – I think it would be a good idea to go ahead and try this and let's see what happens. I mean, look, it's – I think it would be – But granted,
1: it will be very hectic trying to put together practice
2: games. Oh, yeah, it would. It really would. It would be – it just. It would just be hectic alone trying to, you know, get that morning shoot in. Like oh my gosh, I think I think you could have like a walkthrough at your little team hotel that you're going to be designated to or that you choose. Like I mean, of course, some teams might stay at certain like Disney properties. Like some teams might stay at like the Saratoga Springs property on Disney's property. Some teams might stay at a Universal hotel. Some teams might stay across the street from SeaWorld, maybe. You know, but it's 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 going to be it's going to be hectic. Yeah. Out. Yeah.
1: They're, what billion dollar group they got the money. That's their problem. Not
2: mine. <laughs> I feel you. Um but on to the NFL and speaking to the and speaking of the NFL, you'll never believe who just got picked up by a team. Uh Joe Flacco has signed with the New York Jets.
1: Yo boy Joe? Yep. Wow, what's your boy Joe going to do now?
2: Back up Sam Darnold
1: boy going for a,
2: a start position no, negative
1: your boy said Sam he ain't been living up
2: no negative negative they already they he's they living they, up. they already talked he about said,
1: take that job
2: negative unless Sam Donald gets mono again or gets hurt i don't see joe like a starting you are man You're tripping. i'm telling you now he's going to be a backup because now they've and they've already said it is, um, Sam with with Joe Flacco now being picked up by a team. Every starting quarterback from the 2019 season has signed a contract somewhere or is back with a team. Everyone except Cam Newton. Cam Newton is the only starting quarterback from Opening Day 2019 to not be on a starting, not be on the team at this point right now. That's extremely surprising with the amount of upside. True, but, you, you know, people are people are afraid of those injuries and stuff. They don't know what they're going to get from him.
1: I mean, what is the upside,
2: though? Oh, yeah, the upside is very high.
1: Hell, the Patriots, come on. They got Jared Stiddle and Brian Hoyer. Like, come on. You can upside from that, even if he has injuries.
2: Yeah, I agree with you. It's, you know, you, you should at least consider bringing Cam in. You really, you really should, because now, because now you have that experience, and I, I feel like Bill, Bill Belichick could tap in, and add another element to his offense with Cam in it.
1: Exactly. He likes versatile, versatility. Now he definitely gets it with Cam Newton.
2: Yeah. Exactly. What and he
1: that, to Do it to keep him safe, which ain't that hard. Yeah. He's a big man, but he, it ain't that hard to keep him safe.
2: And then you get the chance now, too, to evolve your offense and show that, you know, what our offense wasn't just Tom Brady friendly. Our offense can be friendly towards Cam Newton's style of quarterback as well. But, hey,
1: he's the legend, not me. I'm just the guy
2: here. Yeah. But um, also, too, I think you're going to be interested to hear this part. Uh former, well, I don't know if you can call him former yet, but Seahawks defensive back Quentin Dunbar's lawyer came out and said that uh, five witnesses said he was not involved in the robbery that him and DeAndre Baker took part in. DeAndre Baker's turned himself in as well. The Giants told DeAndre Baker to not bother, to not not bother even to, you know, participate in the virtual offseason meetings and stuff. I think they've washed their hands with him. unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? Exactly. Yeah, that's the thing. What are you doing, man? Like, you know, I, I I understand, like, how hard can it be if you're making that much money to just, you know. Wait
1: on the money.
2: Exactly. Just wait on the money. Exactly. Take care of yourself. Stay in good health, you know, and then, like, just, like, dude. You have an opportunity in your hands that very few people get. A golden opportunity.
1: And you know what? Somebody probably out there is thinking, but if they don't have anything, how are they supposed to survive? I guess I kind of get it. No, there are people out here, don't listen to, to your local rapper and whatever saying what he was doing. There are people out here with nothing who still don't resort
2: Exactly. Exactly. Also, too, the NFL wants to reward teams that have minority coaches on staff, such as, you know, rewarding them with draft picks and stuff like that. Anthony Lynn has already come out and said, you know, sometimes you do more harm when you try to do the right thing. So, yeah, how how do you feel about this this new NFL thing, this new thing the NFL is trying to do with rewarding teams like draft picks and stuff
1: like that?
0: I mean, I understand why they're doing it because their image, granted, while the black community still mostly watches, uh, it's not really that positive. So they're trying to do something. Right. Um, But I don't know. it, It seems almost wrong. It's almost like cheating the system. You're basically just telling them, all right, cool. So if we hire a minority, he's just going to get these draft picks don't matter
2: yeah no yeah yeah That's uh, not really uh, a yes.
0: game, it's just bribery
2: yeah because my thing is i'm just like i don't know how i feel about that now like that i I understand what you're trying to do but i i wouldn't yeah, you know yeah. just yeah it's, it's 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 messy
0: yeah you're but, not um, worth it because of your football experience you're worth a draft pick right
2: exactly yeah. Cause I mean, I'd rather be I'd rather be wanted because of my reputation as a coach, versus just being looked at as, oh, well, you know what? If we hire him, he can, he'll be the reason we get a draft pick.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah, but uh, also too referring when you think about this, um, the league also wants to expand the Rooney Rule, so that way now it will it would require teams to interview more than just one minority head coach for a spot. I mean,
0: I could get down with it, but in the end, you still are doing what, – what did Anthony want to say? You're doing more harm than the yard. Yeah,
2: you're, you're doing more harm when you try to do the right thing.
0: Like, it's just – I don't know. Like, you're forcing teams – granted – While not saying that uh, any coaches, uh, I don't know, less worth um, the job because they're a minority. Um, Just forcing the rules upon them is going to kind of start a rift.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I I would agree with you.
0: I mean, honestly, if you have these types of – Incidents, right? Where you have to make a rule expressly for this. Maybe it's time to start thinking about new ownership or something. I don't know.
2: Exactly.
0: Like, you can't force a change on them. Because in the end, they're going to do what they want in order, they're just going to satisfy the rule.
2: Yeah.
0: Like, that's pretty much it. So now you're just bringing in another dude in there who's just like, Yeah, I know why they're calling me. I don't really have the qualifications, blah, blah, blah. They're just calling me because I'm a minority. Like, you know, like you're not putting people in good situations.
2: I feel that. I feel that. And uh, speaking of those good situations, the NFL, as of May 19th, has allowed teams to – or has allowed facilities to reopen. Some facilities have reopened, some haven't. I don't know what's going on with the most of the facilities here in Florida, like with the Jaguars, the Bucks, and the Dolphins, but I know some people have decided just to like stay closed for the time being, based off state state laws, not state laws, but like state what the states have said. So I mean, it, it it depends on what state you're in. As far as Florida goes, I'm sure all three of the facilities can open, but I don't know if they've chosen to as of yet.
0: Open eventually. I mean. I don't know. It seems as though the state is almost rushing the situation a bit.
2: Yeah. Yeah. In my opinion. Um, yeah. I mean, because I think what's been going on, too, is, you know, you're starting to see things like what Tom Brady's done with a couple of, like, his new teammates with Cameron Braden, and Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and guys like that is, you know, Tom Brady went out to Berkeley Prep and was working out with them. Out there on their on Berkeley's practice field, and I feel I, honestly, I really feel like he's probably been doing this for about a month now behind the scenes. Probably, yeah. Um, and speaking of speaking of doing that in private and stuff, you can gonna believe what I got to tell you in a second. Uh, Carlos Hyde has signed with your Seattle Seahawks. The backfield for Seattle now consists of Carlos Hyde, Chris Carson, Rashad Penny, and Travis Homer. And I then mean, is there is, is there any word on what beast mode's gonna do?
0: I don't think so. I don't know. I figured he was gone once he gave that speech about protect your chickens.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true, yeah. I would like to see him come back, but I mean, with you have four talented running backs in the backfield now, I I doubt it. And I think this kind of douses the fire on the Seahawks' interest in Devontae Freeman. Yeah,
0: I mean, granted, all interest in Devontae Freeman has a kind of uh, asterisk next to it because yeah. the injury thing.
2: Yep. Uh, I I fully understand. I fully do. He's he's kind of burnt out, if you ask me.
0: Um, well, not necessarily. The the running back market value has decreased, right? So you see an increase in running backs, you see a lot of different talents, some of them are specialized, right? So yeah. Rather than pay one big guy with injury concerns, why not just pay a few? smaller running backs, smaller name running backs who are taking lower contracts with no injury history so far.
2: That's true. Cause honestly, you know, that's what, um, that's kind of what the 49ers did with their backfield. Cause you know, like they got a big name in Tevin Coleman, but they also got, um, Mozart, who's not a big name, but he's, he's reliable Well, you can't say that
0: because they had, they got, uh, what's his name, McKinnon.
2: He was hurt though.
0: Exactly, but they only did that because McKinnon was hurt. That was not their plan originally.
2: Yeah, you you got a point. You got a point. Um, but also to uh, Ryan Leaf has been arrested on domestic battery charges, and that's kind of just. Not a surprise, really.
0: That, that's Ryan Leaf. I, right?
2: I hate to say it like that, but I mean, it's not really a surprise. Yeah. Like, he he was, I believe he said he was just in jail back in 2012. You know, some sometimes some of these, like, these draft busts, sometimes they can get their life together or they, they get right. You yeah, know, so but, I mean, I think
0: it's a shame Ryan Leaf...
2: Yeah, I just think Ryan Lee probably never really got his life together. Because that's how he ended up
0: out of the NFL, correct? Wasn't it a drug addiction or something?
2: Drug addiction, inability to really read a playbook, inability to read defenses. The, the list goes on and on. Hmm. But, um...
0: Yeah, it's sad. It's sad that, uh... No.
2: Yeah. You know, but, um, on to the FAMU news. Uh... Yeah, as you know, FamU's already begun the project to renovate the field house for the football team thanks to the Rattler Athletic Fund. Again, you can text FamU R A F to 41444. Um, yeah, I mean honestly, if you if you go on if you go on Twitter and go look at the video, uh, they're taking out stuff. So I mean, you know, I think it's for real to, it's well, I don't think I, I know it's for real this time. As where, you know, before in the past, it's always been, you know, they're going to tear down certain things now and then rebuild it and it never happened. Now it's, it's for real. And it's really happening. It's been 37 years.
0: Okay, hey man. All I'm going to ask is where my contract at?
2: I'm not going to go there with you. You take that up with them. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Oh, okay. And the other thing too is an in, an interesting interview that I saw on YouTube regarding co-offensive coordinator and QB coach KJ Black. He gave his take on what the team's going to look like headed into the 2020 season. It was a pretty interesting one. I don't, I don't know if you've seen it, but it it was pretty good. I have not. He basically he broke down the four quarterbacks that he's got on roster, saying you know two of them can pass and take it to the house with their legs. So he's he's referring to you know John Holcomb the third the Kansas State transfer, Rashawn McKay, who played in the won the A and T game with the game winning TD pass, and then started Morgan the Morgan State game and got the win in that game, and then he's talking about his two young guys behind those two and Cameron Sapp and Lee John Howard. I'm just gonna say it like this, as far as the quarterback position goes, you have a quarterback coming from. Kansas State that is highly regarded, and in some cases, some people say is built like Cam Newton. I haven't seen him play yet, but I'm interested to see him play. I've, in the little bit of spring practice that they had, he looks good throwing the football. This kid didn't transfer from Kansas State to set the bench, and I I think you know that too.
0: Well, yeah, obviously.
2: Yeah, so I mean, you know, everybody, you know, it's kind of like you got to create that sense of competition to say, you know what, whoever's the most consistent is going to end up getting the job. I, I look at this as a situation kind of similar to, um, you know, when Jameis Winston was battling Jake Coker at Florida state for the starting job. This is one of those situations. Some similar to that, not just like it, but similar to it, to it. Cause it, where it's going to be, you know, if you didn't know who it was going to be by now, I don't know what to tell you. But I, I'll just say I think it's going to be John Holcomb starting week one down in down in Miami against Albany State. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, too, they returned 17 starters to the team. Three of them are All-Americans. So you got your All-American punter, who I think is going to be probably the first punter or the first specialist off the board in next year's draft. You got probably one of the best safeties in the FCS and Marquise Bell. And then also too, you've got Xavier Smith, who's probably really one of the best receivers in the state of Florida, probably one of the best receivers in the country.
1: Mm, Very interesting.
2: Yeah. Um, Also too, uh, FAMU plans to have their players return back to campus in July, but nothing is for certain. And if you ask me, I mean, honestly, it's a it's a better idea than what the SEC has proposed and what the SEC is going to do. Where the SEC has said, you know, bring the kids back June June first or between June first and June eighth. Well, the NCA has allowed that too now, but I think you know, family's going to probably play at the safest and say July.
0: Yeah, just wait, wait and see.
2: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like you see, the NBA is waiting.
0: Yeah, there's no there's the no NFL rush.
2: Exactly. And plus the other thing too is, is now things are opening up more and more here in the state of Florida. So now, you know, these kids have an opportunity to go to a park somewhere now and condition like the way they really want to, but I'll say this, you know, how they come back is going to say a lot kind of sort of about how this year can go. Oh yeah. You like you like to hear that everybody comes back and they're still in like tip top shape, but of course nobody's going to be in like tip top shape because conditioning conditioning with the strength of conditioning coach versus conditioning on your own is just a totally different story. Absolutely, yeah, uh, and I think you're going to be interested to see to hear about this one—the uh, Leave No Doubt T-shirt contest for the 2020 football season. So basically. Everyone's allowed to create a shirt that says as long as it says leave no doubt on it and you create three different t-shirts, one in orange, one in green and one in black. So far, I've for us as a page, I have created a couple of shirts. I'll share them with you once we get off of here. But, uh, you know, this is hey, look, this is our chance to our chance to kind of shine. But I mean, hey, if you want to create a shirt yourself, create one. I'll give you the email. You got to send it to.
0: I still got to think about that contract, you know.
2: I'm gonna let you take that up with them. Uh,
0: you know, I got to think about that contract too. So it's a it's a lot of it's a lot of business.
2: Okay, but um, also too, the other thing that's been swirling around Twitter and on social media is, and this is something I don't get is, you know people are saying you know homecoming's been canceled and stuff and here's my th- my thing about this is who said that homecoming was canceled who who that is really really reliable said that homecoming was canceled the university's website says that the board of trustees is has not made a decision yet but they're reviewing all alternatives regarding sporting events and homecoming i mean look it's my- just
0: a it's just a rumor I mean, honestly, rumors fly around all the time. You're not going to know until you get to yeah, the official statement.
2: Yeah, that that's very true. My thing about that is, is like, dude, come come on now. We the, let's be real here the the NCAA said one thing, people are assuming another, and then you know, there's a lot of money invested in college football, particularly in the state of Florida. So, I mean, we we can't necessarily jump the gun. Now, if they're referring – if people are referring to the activities going on throughout the week, then, I mean, hey, look, I don't know what to tell you, but I know one thing. There's possibly going to be a game played at 4 o'clock on Saturday. So, I'll be there for that. Yeah. Yep. That's all I got. But now,
1: that's all I got. All
2: I got. <laughs> you said that's all you that's got. That's all I
0: got. Yep. Yep. Just.
2: See, just yep. yep. <laughs> that's all I got. I feel you. I feel you. But now,
0: the 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 is, is coming the coming coming coming, Milli, coming coming coming
2: coming the the, is the coming hog, <clear-t�� Selển> <laughs> <Israel." Those laughs> Hey, I heard he got a good
0: one. Hello, everyone. This is the bug, and my trivia question today is: How many World Series have the New York Yankees lost? This is the bug, and I am out. Thank you, everyone.
2: And there it is. That's the bug's trivia question. If you can answer it, we're gonna try to put a poll up on the YouTube channel so people can can answer it for themselves. I got an I don't know if you ever answered the. I got. An I don't know if you ever answered the last trivia question.
0: Why you got to bring me
2: up? Cuz you said you were going to answer it last time. You said you were going to answer it last time. Man, I think it was it was 3. I got I I got it. I got it right here. How many American League MVPs did Yogi Berra win? 3? Okay, yeah, you, you got it. You got it right. Okay. But do you know how many like what years? What 3 years did he win it?
0: Hold on, let me do my math. 51
2: okay that's one
0: uh fifty no 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 that wasn't the year back to back 54
2: and 55 yeah yeah that's correct
0: really I thought it was 53 54 yeah. honestly I, I was
2: you got it correct. He won three, and the three years he won it was 51, 54, and 55.
0: Well, I'm actually surprised.
2: Why Yo, are you so surprised? I'm just
0: extremely surprised. I didn't think I had... did.
2: You Did you wing that off the top of your yes. head, or did you have to look that no, up? No, I
0: winged that. Totally winged that.
2: That was good.
0: That was good. See, now you know why I'm so good at the multiple choice questions. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sure. Hey, you're better than me. Yep. Way better than me, Adam. Um But before we get out of here, there's another thing I gotta share with you. Um I don't know if you heard about it, but down in Miami, the um the Miami Northwestern coaches have been suspended. I believe the head coach was fired because they had been holding summer workouts during this entire pandemic.
0: I mean I understand why he was fired, but a caveat is: one, was it voluntary, and two, did their parents say that they could go?
2: You know what? That's the that's the other thing. Did the parents give the green light to let it happen? Because if the parents, my thing about it,
0: and they and he said it was voluntary. You can't you can't really blame him for that one. Honestly, you just got to get mad at the parents.
2: That's true. That's true. Now, see, my thing now is I say you test all of these young men and you test the coaches. And if they come back negative, that's going to say a lot.
0: I, I, I don't know about testing, but I do know one thing. If if he said it was voluntary and the parents were like, yeah, I'll send my child out in the pandemic, that's on the parents. That's not really on the coach. The coach, he could say all he want, but if nobody show up, nobody show up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean <sighs> – Does he deserve to lose his job over that? Possibly, because that's just terrible timing. We're in a pandemic. What are you doing? Use your head.
2: Yeah, I would agree.
0: So it's one of those great, great little gray areas. But hopefully, none of those. I fully agree with you. Those kids got uh, COVID.
2: That's my thing. See, that's why I say test them, test them, and let's find out. Because my thing is, is like, look, if if you test them and they don't have it, then look, then this proves the point of why people are allowing youth sports and high school sports to open up and be voluntary. If they test positive, this is going to cause some type of outrage and a lot of discussion.
0: I mean, if it tests positive. The outrage, because I bet you it won't do anything for the state of Florida.
2: Oh yeah, it won't. It'll
0: just be at the school, and the dude will definitely lose his job. And if it if they do test negative, what'll happen is the state of Florida will be like, "See, look, our plan is right. We'll be okay."
2: Yeah. Yep. And my thing is, does that coach get his job back though? If everybody tests negative, probably not. Fair point. Probably not. Fair point. Uh, that's going to do it for us here on this episode of the Running Gun Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. Oh, forget
0: to, don't forget to check us out on Instagram,
2: on Facebook, uh, YouTube, Twitter,
0: Spotify,
2: and all of our social media platforms. Uh, think, As always, uh, we appreciate you.
0: Uh, I, I appreciate you a, a little, a little more, America, a little more.
2: Wow, okay uh, But yeah, that's going to do it for us what that's Wow what you, yeah, doing? That, you need to stop But yeah, that's that's going to do it for us I'm JP The
0: boy is crazy I tried to tell you, America
2: That's JC, JC Y'all take JC. care
0: i said jc you said jc but anyway that's it for us guys thanks for joining us on this podcast this long journey arduously shot over multiple days
2: <laughs> yeah y'all take care stay safe stay blessed we'll see you on the next episode and don't
0: forget i need that kind of
2: training oh my god
0: yeah that was cold